Convincing victory last night for the Brisbane Heat in the end in the challenger against the Sydney Sixers to ensure that it'll be Perth v Brisbane in the final of the Big Bash Saturday night over in the West. So uh, the Sixers won the toss, elected to bat, and they finished 9 for 116 on a tricky pitch. Never really got going, though, did they? Top scorer, Daniel Hughes, out for 23. Uh, Michael Neeser, 2 for 28. Spencer Johnson, 3 for 28. And Matthew Kuderman, 3 for 17. Amongst the wicket takers. And uh, in response, the Heat got there with 10 balls to spare. And six wickets down. So a full wicket victory for them. And again, it was Neeser who came uh, to the wicket with the the match delicately poised at 5 for 56, just after the 10th over. And uh, Neeser guided them home with 48 not out off 32 deliveries. And uh, a victory there for the Heat. An upset win to ensure they'll play in the Big Bash final. What's the go with the Lightning Ridge forecasts? Have you picked up an extra listener, asks Toolman. <laughs> Very good question, Toolman. Very good question. I asked well, it at it. 5.30. Well, we've got Lightning more Ridge. just in yeah, the metropolitan no, area. I don't, so no, no, I don't, I'm gonna, I don't doubt that. I just don't know where Lightning remember. Ridge come from. Like why you just picked Lightning oh, Ridge as your destination of, today. I'm do a town around New South Wales as well as Sydney for the weather forecast going forward. So Lightning okay. Ridge was first today. Okay, love that. Love it. going to educate you on some... Geography. Geography, exactly. I've I, got to be honest, I did not know where Lightning Ridge was. I do now. We worked out ten hour, oh no, eight-hour drive. And Probably a bit more. Yeah. Eight, eight and a half, nine hours, Okay. Yeah, so yeah, you learn something new every day. Thank you for the... Famous for its opal mining, Clark. Yeah, okay. Love it. Thank you. Mm. Thanks for the education. Can't wait to see what we've got Monday. What town you're going to go for. (laughs) Stay tuned. Yeah, I love it. What are your thoughts on it, Loz? New town each day. (sighs) Yeah. I'm going to have a crack at it soon. Weather? Yeah. What? Really? Yeah. I'm going to take charge. Once you touch it, you know you take charge. Yeah. Actually, we haven't had a quiz this year. Uh, no, we, we had one planned. We'll have one next week. Okay. And someone a L daily quiz. took it off me. Oh, really? Yeah. Stolen? Yeah. There was going to be a quiz today. I think I miss your quiz more than your multi. I think I like your quiz better than your yeah, multi. But you win money on multis. <clears throat> Pardon? You win money on mm, multis. Yet to be seen this year. Oh, well, I've only had the one crack. Well, you're only as good as your last innings, buddy. Let's see how we go on Monday. When you come in here. Well, our listeners are more (laughs) bullish about this one. We've taken far more money on this one than we did last week. Yeah, there's a lot more people listening this week. (laughs) If you counted them. Yes. We've got Broken Hill listening. Lightning Ridge. Where else have we got? Where else have you given weather forecasts for? Well, I haven't yet. I will be. Will Kenya. Hay. Will Kenya. Why don't you give Junee weather? Deniliquin. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Well, Junee's got a good start this week with the bank. With the ah, yes, the bank bring back the bank. About Liverpool. Oh, you haven't even mentioned Liverpool once Part on the show. Of the metropolitan area. Yeah, but you can, it can be a standout. It's an oh, amazing area. Safety, you're difficult. Yeah, you got mentioned this week. <laughs> never... You've got to mention with the bank as well. Your mum worked at the bank out there. Cabramatta, it's not Liverpool. It's close, but it's not the it's same. I want to hear the word Liverpool. It's I'd like... Sydney. Can you... Mm. Can you, you just because it's part of the metropolitan... No, can outside you, of the metropolitan area, See, sorry. that's... I don't even know what that is. It's I don't even know the right word, but I'm looking for some sort of no. disrespectful going wide. 
for the weather report going forward. You look Until country. Here he goes. Here he goes. <laughs> country boy. Oh, farmer meadow. Here he goes. I've got you back, Unbelievable. Us you too, yeah. Us country boys. Yeah, we stick together. How many tyres you both changed in your life? Plenty. Yeah, I thought so. Tell you what, though. You mow your own lawn? Love those RMs you got us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Love them. G'day, Mossy. Good morning, boys. Uh, help. Parkies. Mossy, help, please. Parkies. There's a good reason that Mido doesn't mention Liverpool at the moment, whether it's in yeah, the actually, UK good or point. here in Sydney. Very good point. Taboo. Yeah, good point. Fair call. <laughs> hey, which bank did your mum work for? She worked Combank, Commerce Bank, in Cabramatta for 30 years as a teller. Uh, what a shame she spent 30 years at yeah. the wrong bank. Well, I'll never forget the old dollar mine account. That's where I started. So my mum is the world, love your mum if you're listening, world's greatest tight ass. Really? Well, honestly, world's greatest. I've never met yeah, someone Apple. so tight with the money, but I've got to say thank you because I don't think I'm like that, but she did teach me how to save. You were definitely not like that. Well, I don't know. I, yeah. I know a few people in the cricket world, mate. So the apple doesn't fall no, far. <laughs> incorrect. I'm many things. Trust me. I'm many things. Tight? No. No, I can vouch for that. He definitely is. Uh, all right. Yeah, no. I'll tell you what, Harry Suter, I hope he's not tight because he's going to be earning plenty. Well, at least the, the transfer fee was significant. Uh, the biggest for an Australian player, Mossy, as he left Stoke City to go to Leicester in the Premier League. He did ma- a magnificent move. Uh, I think it's a like, you know, obviously financially for him, but uh, but for his playing career, I think Leicester is exactly the place that he needs to be under a really good manager, great manager, Brendan Rodgers, uh, ex Liverpool manager, of course, and um, and obviously spent some time in Scotland as well. But um, you know, I don't get caught up in this debate of the the, the you know the, the highest transfer fee for an Australian. I mean, how do you compare eras um, with, with what money's worth now? But um, suffice to say, he puts himself right up there in the, the, the top echelon of Australian players who have moved to the big leagues. And um, and I talk about Serie A as well. You know, with the likes of Grilla and Bresciano, but um, you think the Duca Kuehl, um, Schwarzer, Lucas Neal. You know, they all had a lot of money wrapped around them. Just at different uh, stages, but um, I think it's great news. I think this guy will captain Australia. I've got no doubt about that. He's a he's a leader on and off the field. Uh, his performances at the World Cup were superhuman, given the lead up that he had coming back from an ACL um, and being there and seeing the work that he did off the ball that the cameras might not catch um, on TV was just it was incredible. And then of course there was that. Um, that incredible highlight tackle against Tunisia, goal-saving tackle against Tunisia that really put his name up in lights around the world and um, he fully deserves this move. Great, great news. What about they debut? Anyone? Yes. No, no, no. We don't know. We're just looking at each other then. <laughs> what, what about the oh, debut? It's, called, it's called Let It Go to the Keeper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about uh, the debut of Garen Quayle, mate? Yeah, look, um, he could have scored off. There's the been bench. some talk um, about it wasn't what it should have been. Mm. Yeah, look, I mean, he, he's still a kid. This is the thing. There's there's a lot of pressure on him because you know what he's done off the bench for the Mariners. But don't forget, he went to a World Cup without having started a professional game, or he might have started one Australia Cup game, but um, oh, maybe one A League game actually, just before he went to England. But before the World Cup, he hadn't started a game. 
And uh, so, so all eyes are on him because, you know, he almost put his name up in lights uh, against Argentina had he scored that last-minute um, equaliser, which I think we would have gone on and won the game then. But uh, anyway, that's history. People just have to let him be. It, it takes time to settle in. Yeah, but do, they're, they're, pretty, like they're pretty ruthless, though, Bossy, aren't they? Like they oh, don't they give are. you. T- they don't give you time. That that's yeah. sort of where I'm yeah, sort of well, heading. Like, you're in, you're ready long, or you're not. Yeah. How long yeah. does he get before they go? Well, hang on. No, this kid's not ready yet. He yeah. needs to be transferred somewhere else. Yeah. Look, he, he's got time. He, he's still a kid. He, he's got time. So, he, Gary Quall is the type of player that next week he'll come off the bench or, or start and he'll score a goal and everyone yeah. will be, you know, putting him up in light. Yeah. So, yeah, I've got no doubt the, the, the kid's got something that you can't coach, which is just being able to make something happen just about every time he touches a ball, but he's going to have to come to, to yeah. terms with the physical nature of and football. And did they use there. him in a different position? I, re- I was reading somewhere. Yeah, I saw... I, I didn't see the game, no, to be honest, but yeah. um, I, I did see the, the story where they said, that, did they play him in midfield? Is, is that the best position? But he'll find his way and they'll, they'll find the best position for him. Yeah. Um, now, Chelsea paid just a lazy £107 million. So that's a British record transfer fee to sign... 22-year-old Argentinian World Cup winner Enzo Fernandez from Benfica. Uh, gee, I'll tell you what, uh, these numbers are eye-watering, aren't they, Mossy, to say the least? But uh, is Enzo Fernandez, I guess, the next big thing in football? Well, you'd want to hope so, <laughs> given that uh, that fee they paid, £106.8 million. Um, and let, let me just, just humour me for a moment. Let me give you some figures on Chelsea. So Todd Bowley... When he took over the club, he bought it for $4.25 billion. He, of that, $1.75 billion was earmarked to invest in the club. Um, they spent, they've spent over a billion dollars, billion Australian dollars on transfers in the last two transfer windows, which was obviously the, the, the pre-season and, and, and January. Um, it's, it's outrageous. $270 million uh, pounds in the pre-season window, which was an EPL record and only second to Real Madrid in Europe, uh, who spent $292 million in 2019. So when I think about what the world's going through at the moment, with a lack of hospitals, lack of doctors, nurses in Australia, lack of police yeah. officers, like, it's just, it's, it's mind-boggling. It's ridiculous. Um, and, and what they've done is they've divided Europe because Europe have um, you know, basically come out and said that they've doped the transfer market. Um, and, you know, you, you have to feel for them. But the other thing that springs to mind is UEFA's financial fair play rules um, and, and how they've got around that. I mean, you're allowed to spend 30 million euros more than the club earns over a three-year period if the owner pays that in full. And if the owner doesn't pay that, if it's coming out of the club coffers, then you're allowed to go 5 million euros over in a three-year period from what the club earns. So I don't know. I'm no accountant, but... Um, Gee whiz, that's a lot of money to be spending. Oh, big numbers. Buddy, what about the Matildas, the Cup of Nations squad announced? What are your thoughts on the squad? Yeah, good, Clarky. Uh, you know, I think the Matildas have turned public opinion in their last few uh, few camps. They've obviously had some good results. And, you know, if you go back 12 months, they were uh, they were nowhere, really. They, they were struggling uh, big time. But I, I think um, Tony Gustafsson has, has turned things around and it might just be in the nick of time to go deep into this World Cup. Uh, later this year, but they play Chechnya, they play um, Spain and Jamaica in this Cup of Nations, starting on the 16th of, uh, of Feb in Gosford, and then they come down to Sydney 
on the 19th to play Spain and, and the 22nd up in Newcastle to play Jamaica. So a good test and all, all the all the stars are there. A couple of players still coming back from injury. Chloe Legazzo uh, wasn't selected for this camp. But, um, yeah, this is where the uh, shit gets real, really, when, it, when you're uh, heading into a World Cup um, tournament on home soil. This is a, a major tournament for, for the Aussies. Looks like uh, another own goal potentially from FIFA, though, Mossy, in that Saudi Arabia will be sponsoring the FIFA Women's World Cup. And uh, I see the Football Australia uh, would like an explanation as to why they weren't consulted. Yeah, that's right. And they've, uh, they've um, asked the Matildas uh, or, or given a directive for the Matildas and Tony Gustafsson not to comment on it at this stage until they get a full explanation. But it seems strange that FIFA wouldn't um, communicate with the, uh, the hosting nations in, in Australia and, and New Zealand before announcing something that is you know, so contro- uh, controversial uh, as a sponsorship from Saudi Arabia. But you know, I've got no doubt that this all ties into Saudi Arabia going for a World Cup bid themselves. Uh, down the track, we all saw what happened in Qatar um, and the human rights issues aside, the tournament itself was a success um, and Saudi Arabia have got a lot of money. So uh, no doubt this is flagging their intentions to go for that. Uh, now back uh, in the A-League, well, Dwight York, not in the A-League anymore at the moment, but I see he's been linked to Aberdeen Uh you know, obviously, I, th- I think we hope that he stays somewhere around the game here, don't we, Mossy? But uh, probably likely he'll end up back overseas after a short stint here. I think so. And, and I, I can't imagine that... Um, I mean, who knows what happened in that, that team talk where apparently he called MacArthur a pub, a pub team, um, which brought the, the situation to a climax. But I can't believe that he parted company after just 13 or 14-odd games uh, without some plan of where he was going to go to next. Mm. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me if he ended up back over there in, in England or, or Scotland or, or Europe somewhere, but more, more like the UK. Um, but yeah, I, he's come out and said he's a career coach now. That's what he's dedicated himself to, so he'll, he'll pop up somewhere for sure. Mm. I see Ange has got Celtic coming again. They're still nine points clear. Oh, mate, it's... Uh, it's a great move for Ange, and, and this is why, you know, and I know his name comes up with all the EPL clubs when, they, when they're looking for a manager, but this is why he won't go anywhere, because he's, he's on a mission with Celtic, and he wants to break records, he wants to go back to the Champions League again, um, which he's well on track to do, and, uh, and he's, in a lot of ways, mate, he's redefined Scottish football, the way, the way it's played. Um, and, you know, that's a credit to him, and it's, uh, it's great for all Aussie coaches, because it opens so many doors. But what about Aaron Moy, by the way? He, he's being lauded as, uh, as one of the best signings in Celtic history. Um, and le- leading into the World Cup, he wasn't going great. Obviously, he hadn't played for a while, so he was finding his feet. But then post-World Cup, he has been the star of the show for, for Celtic, and they're absolutely loving him. So to hear all these Celtic supporters around the world loving two Aussies, um, you don't hear that too often. Now, in the A-League this weekend... Uh, we'll- the Wanderers have got Western United Sunday afternoon. I guess a big game for Sydney FC, isn't it, against the Mariners? Five o'clock on Saturday. Uh, Sydney FC, $2.05. The Mariners, $3.40. The draw, $3.60. And uh, not much of a gap from second to about eighth or ninth in the competition. And they really need to win this, the Sky Blues. Yeah, they do. And I think they've got a good chance. Uh, no disrespect to the Mariners, but I watched them last weekend and they had a very, very slow start. 
um, against Western Sydney on the coast. And had Western Sydney punished them, um, it could have been a very different story. They they found a way to you know to come back and, and level the scores for a point each. But um, Sydney FC, if they can have a fast start at Alliance, uh, I think they can uh, put the Mariners to the sword in this one. Uh, Joel King's re-signed. For the Mariners uh, this week, the left fullback uh, has come back from Europe on loan. Um, I think that's a good signing for, for Sydney FC. Um, they've got Caballo, the uh, the foreign left back, so there'll be some good competition there. But Joel King, I think, can play a little bit higher up the pitch as well, um, if needed, or, or Caballo as well. So, yeah, big opportunity for Stevie Corica to go back-to-back this weekend. What's your multi, Mossy? Let's go, mate. It's uh, EPL into A-League. I'm going to go uh, Chelsea into Manchester United into Newcastle. Uh, All EPL. Mm. Into Perth Glory to beat Newcastle in the A-League over there in the west at Macedonia Park, which they're turning into a fortress. Okay, a little four-legger there. So it's paying $8.50, by the way, with tabs. So Chelsea to beat Fulham. Manchester United to beat Crystal Palace. Uh, Newcastle to beat West Ham and New and Perth Glory to beat the Newcastle Jets. Uh, and That's by the it. way, League Cup final, Newcastle, the chance for their first trophy in what, about two centuries? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I can hear all the Newcastle fans now. Um, you know, they'll, it'll be a big weekend. And uh, Newcastle, I think, will win that and, and lift their first uh, piece of silverware. I think uh, Eddie Howe has done a brilliant job. I mean, the statistics confirm it, but it's a way he goes about it as well in turning that club around. They're obviously new owners and the, the money that he's got to spend, but you don't see them splashing out like a Chelsea. Um, you know, it's very, very calculated what they do. And, um, you know, Chelsea's been... I saw a headline the other day, is it Moneyball or Powerball with Chelsea, um, the way they're spending? But Newcastle, I think, will get their hands on uh, that piece of silverware. Uh, that League Cup final is later this month. Mossy, you have a great weekend. Have you got a seat for me at the uh, at the BSB lunch? Oh, always. No brainer. Right beside me. Oh, you have? Yeah, of course. Hey, oh, like, then come that's on. old. I've, always. I've got to get back to Will and confirm, but that's that's it. No, Mark, that you're in for sure. You know it's a different party. venue, Mossy. I do, yes. and I think it's fantastic. Yeah. In the Wink stand, stand at, at Randwick. Uh, at Randwick. Yeah. Always that's, a seat uh, for you, buddy. I forgot to tell oh, you, I ran into R. Slater the other day. No, you did tell is, us. Yeah, what's did R? Is he yeah. coming? <laughs> oh, did I? Yeah, you did. <laughs> Bring R. Slater. Oh, well, you, you, want, I'll you had Robbie on one side of you and me on the other side. I'll, I've had worse. <laughs> 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 I bet you I've got into more trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet you have too. I <laughs> oh, look forward to having you to each side of me, that's for sure. Good on you, Mossy. Uh, what, what did Slater say to him, you know? A lot of things <laughs> that you can oh, say on radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he didn't cross the road. He met you. He met you. No, I, I ran into him at his local cafe. Yeah, up there at Forestville. Mm. Yeah, no, he's in great form. Silence speaks a thousand no. words. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not great what you see. say; it's what you don't say, <laughs> no, Mossy. Great. <laughs> no, good on you, Mossy. Take care, boys. See you, buddy. Just before we go to the news, your multi loss is open and it's flying this morning. Very popular. Uh, race six. This is all at Ramwick tomorrow. Race six, number two, Solcombe to run top two into race 10, number nine, Stromboli to hopefully run top four. 
And if you want to be a part of that BSB multi, that's currently paying six smackaroos. Brisbane Heat into the Big Bash final with a four-wicket win over the Sixers last night. Bulldog Bob writes this, Clarkie as a cricket great. Do you think the Heat should have even been playing last night after the, the debacle of last week's washout against the Thunder when the game was abandoned due to rain after eight overs? I think that was 6.5 overs yeah. they only got through. Um, the Thunder was in front of the Heat at the same stage and also finished above them on the competition ch- table. How can you really invoke the DL system in T20? Everyone knows a team scores more in the final 10 overs, yep. so you can't take all those runs into assessing a target after only eight overs. Your thoughts? Could not agree Bulldog more. Bulldog Bob, we spoke about this last week, and yep. pretty much to exactly Bob's sentiments. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, whether Heat should be there or not, I, I don't I think that's irrelevant, but your, the back half of that message is 100% true. I, I don't think Duckworth Lewis um, is meant for 2020 cricket. I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's the right system. Uh, I understand it's probably better than nothing, but I think we certainly need to look at a um, another way of, of judging the, the rain-affected matches in T20 cricket because, yeah, I think that's a great example. I think we can actually use that Brisbane Heat-Sydney Thunder game as a great example as, of, as to why it doesn't work the current system doesn't work, you know, where uh, Thunder are uh, one wicket down. They've got the likes of David Warner just getting into his work. Of course, they're going to score more runs in the, in the next 14, 13 and a half overs. You know, I, I just think different story if they'll five wickets down, different story if 10 overs have been bowled. But I think at that stage of the game, six overs bowled, one wicket down. Um, if I'm sitting in the Sydney Thunder dugout, I believe we're winning that game. In that position, with no rain, I'm backing us to win that game. So, yeah, it's a shame it happened. Um, the key is to, to try and find a solution, I think. But, yeah, I think that's a, that's a fair comment. But, again, I want to take nothing away from Brisbane Heat as well. They, you know, a, a month ago, under a month ago, they, they're last on the table. And now they're in the final. So I think they do need – you've got to pay your credit for that as well. The Big Sports Breakfast Lunch, it's back on again. And it's Friday, February 24 at the Wink Stand at Royal Randwick, the new Wink Stand. Sporting and Racing Royalty will be there. The lineup's just being finalised. We'll have announcements on that as soon as everything is locked in. But uh, it sounds like a very fun afternoon in Prospect, as it always is. Just head to australianturfclub.com.au. To secure your seat and your table, get your mates together, etc. And just on that Australian Turf Club homepage, if you just scroll the carousel uh, at the top right, there's an arrow and you'll come across it. Easy to find there on the main page, australianturfclub.com.au for the big sports breakfast lunch. World Club Challenge is not far away, February 18, Penrith up against St. Helens, who are out here. As well, they're playing a couple of trials here. Well, they're playing a trial and then they're playing uh, the World Club Challenge, of course, as they're a part of this new pre-season challenge with $100,000 in prize money up for grabs. Now, a lot of the Panthers players, Laws, came back uh, early from holidays. Those Panthers who played in the World Cup final, I think there were seven or eight of them playing across the Kangaroos in Samoa. Uh, And one of those was Liam Martin and uh, the story this week that he had re-signed with the club. But he's also hurt his shoulder as well in a wrestling session and is in doubt for that World Club Challenge February 18. Uh, You could say he's all but certain to miss their first trial against Parramatta next week. 
Panthers have never won it before. They've been there twice before, mm. of course, after they won the grand final in 91. When they, uh, and back in those days, Loz used to go straight there after you won the grand final, pretty much, didn't you? Uh, so they lost to Wigan 21-4 to in 91. And then they lost to Bradford after they won the 2003 grand final. They lost that in early 2004, 22-4. And St. Helens have a new coach in Paul Wellens. After, of course, Christian Wolf came back here to work with the Dolphins under Wayne Bennett. And Willens, who's a club legend, uh, says beating Penrith would be the absolute pinnacle of the club's history if they can pull this off. If they can come and win here in our conditions, I mean, there's no market yet because... Uh, and knock off Penrith, who have been the most oh, dominant side over the last couple of years, would be a phenomenal effort. I can't see them winning. Oh, it'd be a miracle. Out here in the heat, Penrith, the way they're playing... You know, yes, they're a different team to last year. With it looks like Liam Martin won't play. You know, Kickow's not there. Coruscant's not there. But they should be still too good uh, against this St Helens team. Um, St Helens have won it twice, um, but I, I just can't see them winning this game. I, you know, I know they've got a, a warm up game. I think it's against the Dragons, isn't it? I think you're right. A warm up game against mm. the Dragons. The teams um, still take it seriously. Yeah, with the yeah. Panthers, is this an, oh. is it is this a troll game for them to start the season, or is it is it more than that still? Oh. You know what? I, I, I think they treat it more than a troll game. Yeah, okay. yeah they, they, they'll want to win. Definitely. They'll want to win it. Okay. Yeah, it'd be embarrassing because it used to be massive. But it'd didn't be it? disappointing if they'd lost. I mean, any game you play, you want to win. Yeah, of course. I, I remember when we played in it. It was <laughs> it, we we didn't really. Approach it the right way, but but like I said, you played it like two weeks after the grand final. You were in party mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it, it was our first grand final. We went on a trip overseas, first time we'd ever been to Europe. A lot of us, um, and to, to England. So mm. it was just a holiday. We, I think we stopped drinking <laughs> probably three days before the game. So we'd had. What's that? Seven, nearly eleven days straight, just partying, and then we three well, days later. I think that's quite respectful. You had three yeah. days off before the game. Twenty-year-old L Daly, they've won a premiership in '89. Yeah, he's Absolute still hung heroes. He's still hung over. And now. then a couple of days later, all right, boys, we're off to Europe. Yeah, could you imagine how you would have? More back? sort of like a trip away oh. yeah, than anything else. That was, your, that was your paid holiday for winning. Yeah, and then it was like Shenzi sort of called a meeting on about the Wednesday and said, "Boys." We've got a game. I know the season's over, but one more game. Mm. But it was like, yeah, we don't care. We're from the comp back in Australia. We thought we'd win, and we didn't win. We led early. I think we played. ran out of par for cuts. Well, we I think we started really well. <laughs> yeah. But in the second half, we just ran out of puff. Uh, now, Roger Tuivasa-Sheck, there's been some speculation that he'll be back in the NRL, and specifically the Roosters. Now, his agent has denied... Uh, having any discussions with the Roosters, saying the 29-year-old is just focused on trying to make the All Blacks World Cup squad. But uh, even if he does decide to come back or leave, sorry, Super Rugby next year and the New Zealand Rugby set up, there will be offers from the likes of Japanese and European rugby that I'm even not sure the NRL could compete with. No, depends how much he wants to come back and whether he's got that love for the NRL and wants to just compete at the highest level again and see where he's at. Uh, There's no... He will earn more money in rugby union. There you go. At the Mm, end of this season, if he wants to come back, there'll be more money on offer in rugby union because... 
you know, he could go over to Europe and play in, in the French League. He can go to Japan. Um, there's a lot of teams that would like to have Roger in their setup. But here in Australia, he'd still get rewarded very well. I, I think he'd be upwards of 700, 800,000. Oh, definitely. He's still a. Mate, I think he'd be 700,000 plus for sure. Would it take him long to get back into. I don't think so. To league from no, Union? I don't think so. I, I think it'd be harder to go from league to union, to union rather than coming rather back. Than coming yeah, the okay. other way. I think I reckon. I still reckon money wise, he's definitely still up there in yeah. those numbers. You'd still pay, Tigers would still pay that for him. Yeah, I, I think we'd take right. him for I think, sure. I think a lot of teams would want to get a bloke of the caliber of Roger Tuivasa-Shek in their out yeah. uh, in their team. But how the, old the is Dolphins would be someone that would possibly target yeah. him and go hard yeah. for him, and would have the money mm. to do it as how well. How old would Roger be now? 29. Yeah, so yeah. still got plenty of time. Yeah. Hmm. And he's, he's very fit. Fit, yeah. You know, you talk to a lot of people about him. He's very professional and... Could he still walk... Himself. Could he stay fullback? Yeah. Oh, I depending de- on what, what side he was going to. That's what I mean. When when the rumour was thrown up yesterday about the Roosters, I'm thinking, geez, how would the Roosters... Nah, could where's he, he going to play? Could him, but where would he play? Where would, yeah. You've already got Joey Manu there yeah. who wants to play fullback. You've got Tedesco. You've got Swale. Who wants mm. to play fullback? So I, I just don't know where they could have fitted him in because I don't think he'd want to come back and play wing, and you wouldn't have that money to. Well, you you wouldn't spend that money on a winger. Just brought up that 1989 World Club Challenge, Lawrence. I'll tell you what, you played a pretty handy side. That witness side, they had Andy Courier on the wing. Yeah, Andy Courier. Um, Jonathan Davies. Jonathan Davies yeah. in the centres. Martin Offia. On the oh, wing, scored Charitz, a double. Yeah, Charitz was in that too. Uh, they had Tony Myler, was a decent yeah, player. Yeah, he was a great player in 5'8", yeah. Kurt Sorensen, the captain. So, there you go. That's your team from 1989, the there World Club go. Challenge. I'm just trying to think of um, Richie Myler. No, that's not Richie Myler. 30 to 18, you lost. 30 to 18. Jeez, Dougie Lawton. He, he was, was the, the coach, Yeah, uh, former he? Bulldog player. I mean, he's an Englishman, but came out here. Uh, he was a very tough player. Craig Bellamy was in that team for us. Um, yeah, geez, that brings back good memories, Mido. They had a really strong back line, didn't they? They're very strong. I think Tate was a good player too, mm. that Alan Tate. Still time to get the multi, get involved in the multi. This is what we're doing, Mido. Round week tomorrow, race six, number two, Sulcombe to run top two. And then wait around for the last race 10, number nine, Stromboli to run top four. And if you want to be a part of that BSB multi, that's now paying $6. David Stanley, good morning. Joe Middleton, how are you, mate? Very outstanding. Pup, Loz. DS, got something for you. What have you got for me? Last night. What happened last night? Large quarter pounder meal. Oh. Strawberry thick shake. Straw at night time. 20 nuggets. I went for dinner, took my daughter. She went the nugget happy the, meal, and I went the, that. How does the belly go with the quarter pounder? And the, so good, the, so good. The, <laughs> the thick shake was, it's so thick as well. Like it takes an hour to suck it through the straw. So thick, man. I can't unreal. Tell you the last time I've had a, a, a thick shake. Oh, so yeah. good. For a long time, long, yeah. long time. There you go. How good? Yeah. Mm. Had the choice as well. Thick shake. I love. Could have went the Colonel, but I went the Macca's. I'm like you though. I haven't had one for. Yeah, a haven't day. had one for eight. Oh, you, you went the Colonel as well. No, the Colonel was the option there. Asked right. my daughter. She wanted McDonald's. McDonald's. Bang. She 
she what thinks, was her what was her order? She Happy. went nugget Happy Meal. Yeah. So you get nuggets, chips, and an apple juice, and then she went a vanilla thick shake. Right. So she thinks the chicken nuggets at KFC are a little spicy, Daddy. So she preferred McDonald's. You made McDonald's. There you go. So I was like, right, yo, I'm with you, girl. You're disputing. I'm with you. Well, too much potato. She reckons there's too much potato in the KFC chips as well. I'm not going to argue with Kelsey Lee. Yeah, no. me either. No. Okay, baby, Mac as it is, honey. Actually, here's something yeah. for you. I saw they released a, uh, a scallop. They have. Yeah. Well, that's, well, why, there's, on, that's well, there's why there's no potatoes. That's, no why, that's why there's but, no potatoes. This but I, I haven't had one, but I've been told that uh, for my... You know when you go to a fish and chip shop and you get a potato scallop or potato cake, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. and it would be... There'd be a bit of thick potato in there like it's you know you get get like a slice of potato mm. yeah they're the best ones mm. apparently these ones it's like all just mushed so it's like mashed potato with batter on it so it's really like a is it a pom pom is that what they're called or I don't know. You're looking at me. What's the, I, bre- what's I the thing they do think... a break? What is that? Is that not just the hash brown? Yeah, well, I don't think that's correct. Correct. Uh, sc- no, scallop. potato scallop. Potato is... scallop's got to be an actual slice of potato in batter, deep fried. Oh, it's beautiful. From one oh, of those good man. authentic... Chicken salt on it. Oh, $2 yeah. worth of chips and those good four potato scallops. Run by the Greek that? bloke. Oof. Yeah, the best should have tried one for us, Clarky. I didn't... I, did, I, actually, I only found out because Kelsey Lee told me last mm-hmm. night, Daddy, McDonald's has stolen all the potatoes. And I'm like, what are you talking about? She said they've got these scallops. And I think, no, baby, they're mm-hmm. hash browns. So she told me last night they're doing a scallop. Speaking of... This is a good segue. Mm-hmm. So the, we're out yesterday at uh, Randwick, as you know. And we're on the machine, yeah. the horse machine. You and I asked machine. a few questions before I got on this apparatus. I thought, what's the weight? What's the this weight is all limit? on Instagram if you How do want to watch work? it as well. It is filmed. Anyway, uh, we broke the machine. I broke the machine. The, the stirrup broke. But in saying that, Luke also broke his. And he'd be, you know, we know how light he is. So we were sort of the guinea pigs. But it's going to be interesting to see how they go over the course of the championships. And, uh, you know, if people have maybe had a... Because they're going trackside, aren't they? They're going the country side. championships. Can you just give me a Qualifies. bit of a, an example of your... Technique. technique. As in, yeah. as in yeah, down, like down your riding squatting. style. Oh, a bit of that. Oh, bit was of that your riding style? You know? right. They're quite Get little. They're a bit short, aren't yeah. they? Right. A bit short. I'd like to see yeah, the yeah. mechanical horse so needs to be bigger. Sort of giving it to it. You're just sort of... Just no, it was, well, it's, all about, it was, yeah. it's all about the knees, they reckon. You've got to keep a straight back. I know nothing about riding horses. I don't know what's... So no, no instructions before you jump no, on? No, it was just literally jump on. So, I mean, there's a lot, probably a lot of OHS there. That, didn't uh, look that sturdy <laughs> either, DS. Oh, it hey? looked like you could have rolled off either side at any look, time. Look, at one stage, I did try and go a bit harder, and it started to sort of lift off the ground yeah. a little bit. So. didn't look that sturdy. But look, in all seriousness, though, there's some good prizes to win. You're going to see them at the track. There's going to be big tab activations yeah. all across the country championships and provincial championships. Uh, so. I know Marlowe's ridden horses before, but yeah. did he, he strikes me as a guy that still hasn't. Hasn't. Still yeah, has just it. hasn't lost the touch. Well, yes and no. Yes and no. He was a bit all over the shop yesterday. <laughs> right. And, and yeah. then, obviously, there was a few you know spectators and what around that he sort of... Got a bit nervous. Got a bit nervous and whatnot. Yeah. Um, the girls were good, though. Obviously, Ali, Ali Mosley, who is a show jumper, has, yep. does show jumping. I don't know who set the record or what the benchmark is, but, yeah, that'll all come out, I guess, with mm. the tab. Because get... they're the proper ones that the jockeys use, yeah, don't Yeah, exactly. And, you know, yeah. like, what are we talking, 50, 40 kilo people? Yeah. So, and then mm. Stanley gets on, and bang, there goes the stirrup. So, but no, it was good fun yesterday, and as I said, um, it's going to be just good to get out and about to all those different venues. I mean, what are we, tongue curry next week, boys? Uh, Racing HQ will be there next week, and I know that, is on the the weekend after, so we're going to try and get to all the different towns and and yeah, have a good fun. You got a big year coming up then because you're going to a few 
different clubs this season, aren't you? Yeah, there's going to be, uh, obviously, the country championships, and then we'll be back, obviously, for Ramwicks and your Rose Hills with the Carnival. Uh, we'll be at Wagga, Scone, mm. Albury. various places. Albury, Albury, yeah. Albury Cup's going to be huge. Yeah, uh, we're, we're going. Be down there. Yeah, mm. going to be down there, so it's going to be good fun. Uh, pretty wild tomorrow. Good luck, pup. Thank you. Yep. Fingers crossed, mm. toes crossed, legs what, crossed, arms crossed. I'll be watching. Full picture trackside tomorrow. I will. Yeah. I'll be out there. Are you going to be out there tomorrow? I am, mate. Yeah, you going? You send out? me pics, Loz. Let me know how she's looking, please. I will, mate. Before I'll, I'll give you the thumbs what are you up, doing thumbs that's, down. That's, 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 going to a wedding. You're going to a wedding. Now, someone I heard this is. Is there a? Well, actually, I don't know if I should. Monday yeah, race five. Oh, okay. So there's a wedding because yeah. Monday is a race me. named after the couple that's getting married. Friends of mine. Oh, okay. Someone is getting married this Saturday at Ramwick just before the first race on the front lawn. Reception is at the races. That's it. How that's good? For all, they're, they're, Munzee sent me that, yeah. so there you go. So I'm going to that. Fantastic, mate. Well, that's outstanding. So well done good. to those people. Yeah, looking forward to it. It'll be a that's smart, very, actually. Very go to the day. races, wedding day. That's very clever. Oh, very clever. Very clever. How good. So no. I wonder if there'll be a separation. I know you'll be doing the festivities of a wedding, but I wonder mm. if throughout the day there'll be that separation where the blokes will get together and start talking the horses at the reception and you'll have you know the ladies sticking together having a dance or having a bit of a chat or whether mm. it be like you standard oh, you know wedding. where Loz will be yeah Loz will he'll just be, be no he'll, he'll, be the, he'll be the ladies dancing oh you'll be dancing that's where Loz will be he's pumped for a dance even tomorrow. if so you're saying you would stay and have a dance even if I said I had the best thing in the world in terms of a moral and the next no I'd be out there watching you'd be <laughs> And then run back to get the back half of the song. <laughs> Punters, <laughs> Punters panel today. Uh, we've got Luke Marlow joining us. We've got uh, Mitch Cohen, uh, Richard Callender, and Nick Burney. So that's our uh, panel of four. Shane O'Caskin to join us this morning. And then um, we've also got uh, Brett Devine from the ATC. So we'll check in and find out what's happening, boys. But um, apart from that, why have you got your hands in your pants, Bitto? Oh, he does it all the time. He does. Mm. Cold hands. Cold hands. Oh, I'm not kidding, punters. You, you, actually, no, it's a country, no you know it's a country thing. That well, I'm assuming it's a country thing because yeah. when we all play footy, well, you've it's got from footy. pockets. Yeah. You've, you've got pockets. You always used to yeah. put your hand down <laughs> your pants. Yeah, just making sure—is it still there? You know? Well, it's, it's not about that. <laughs> I don't know what's going on then. <laughs> Get excited when it's, it's eight fifty-eight, boys. <laughs> it's a minute to nine. Well, no, I'm just asking. Well, mate, uh, hello. I'm feeling I'm talking to you, looking in your eye, and you've just put your hands down your pants. So I'm going to bring it up. I'm going to bring it up. Now he's doing squats. Sure you he's bending over. Well, I'm just, I just don't know what's going on. Is this what's going on in the mornings here at BSB now? Anyway, we'll get to the news. Who's doing the news now? Do we know who does the news now? <laughs> Whoever you like. Well, I so Listen, you know how we used to in, say, here's yeah. Jamie with the news. Who do I say now? 30 seconds, mate. You can do whatever you want. All right, well, here's somebody reading the news. Please listen. And <laughs> racing HQs on the other side. Have we got the traffic? Oh, Mido's no. done the weather. What's Put it that Jono way. What's looking like up there? What's his face looking like? Is he Jono, we got traffic. Jono's Harvey What's Norman, he mate. He's out. Yeah, he's, out. He's already he started the yeah. weekend four hours yeah, ago. Have we got traffic, Jono? <laughs> Who, who does the traffic these days? Is it still that bloke Caruso in the in the chocolate? <laughs> is it Caruso? Sylvia. I don't know. Oh, Sylvia. Uh, it's Caruso. Oh, he must be off one of the stations. Uh, <laughs> please listen to whoever's doing this news, and please listen to the traffic, and then I'll see you soon for HQ.